respect this podcast or Jonathan. No, Lisa. Uh, it's weird, but Lisa. <laughs> yeah, Lisa will even... listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, well, I mean, I wouldn't say anything. She's not. I mean, she's no Ryan Pfeiffer. Um, All right. Anyway. Okay. Oh God. Okay. All right. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. We're mighty glad to see you, and the parking is always free. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Yeah, my name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. It's Sunday, March 10th, 1985. This is Garfield number 2457. A rare, almost straight. Yeah, it's that a is, number. That's it. Uh, your synopsis is time passes. You just need to draw a three and a six. Yeah. You just draw, yeah. yeah. So just, you're nearly there. I got a pen. I can, I can draw it. Um, um, Garfield sitting underneath his name. His name is sure. flying over him. There's, there's this is the preliminary panel. Purple star marbits. I love marbits. What flavor do you think the purple ones are? Ooh, uh, grape, lavender. I suppose lavender. It's kind of a lemon not, cream background. There's not enough lavender flavored desserts in this country. I would say. Really, I feel like lavender is like lavender has been like a fad, isn't it? I couldn't. I couldn't speak like lavender to that. ice cream. I don't live, you know, uh, the fad lifestyle. Hmm. Um, you could get lavender soft serve in some regions. I, of I'd Japan say it's a fad 1990s. that's come and gone. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you know, I would say lavender is a timeless color. Much like this podcast. Okay, so John okay. is saying sigh. He's not sighing. He's saying sigh. This is the semi-illusionary panel. Garfield is Bored. sort of in. I want to. I want to call this like Garfield's standard pose, where mm-hmm. he's he. So he's lying down, sure, with his elbows on the surface in front of him, and his face partly obscured mm-hmm. by his his paws and the left forepaw, which is closer to us. Yeah, the index digit is is sort of tucked. Over the other paw, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a thing that Garfield does. This is a classic. This is a classic body position for Garfield. You're right. I don't know if I would call it his standard pose, but it's one of his standard poses. Uh, do we have a name for it? Not yet, listeners. If you have a name for this body position of Garfield, <laughs> write into Garfield Body Positions at beingjimdavis.com. Or names for Garfield body positions at beingjimdavis.com. Or maybe uh, succinct terms for what Garfield is doing at beingjimdavis.com. We want, we want something punchy, like standard countertop position, a.k.a. Stan Cowpo, which I think is probably, probably, Jonathan, Stan Cowpo is what we will be remembered for after our deaths. Probably. Coining the term Stan Cowpo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So medial medial row here. This is actually now that we're mentioning it, John and Garfield are in Stan Cowpo. Arbuckle standing. Well, they left, are Garfield kind of lying down. They are, right but the but tr- you know traditionally, you know Garfield's sitting. sitting. He's sitting. Yeah. 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 This um, is like prone cowpo. So, all right, I'm just going to I'm going to read the art over the next few pa- few panels here. So Gar- Do that. John is sort of admonishing Garfield with a finger and then he's poking him on the top of the head. And Garfield as doesn't Garfield like that. Winces and his ears are back. I like that. 
and then and then after that he's like hunched down mm-hmm. <clears throat> and looking kind of depressed and then he leaves sure. and then it's just garfield okay i'm gonna read what john arbuckle says now okay these i'm gonna drink some water and i'm gonna start with panel one which is what i'm calling panel three the third panel of the strip but the first of the narrative i would say so one Garfield, you are worthless. Do you know that? Two. You are doing zero with your life. Zip, do you know that? Three. You should learn something new each day. It would lend purpose to your dreary existence of yours. Sorry. It would lend purpose to this dreary existence of yours. Four. I'm going to the store. When I come back, I want you to have learned something. This is great dialogue, actually. It's good. I hadn't read any of it in advance. That probably showed in my reading. I kind of like it. And particularly that first pa- that first panel, I would like that on a poster. I would like that tattooed on my back. John admi- admonishing Garfield saying, Garfield, you are worthless. Do you know that? That's great. These are not typical things to say to a cat. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. <laughs> it's not standard cat. It's cat it's like talk. a tirade of 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 bullshit. <laughs> you, telling a cat you should learn something new each day. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's amazing. It's it's not a reasonable expectation for a house cat. Yeah. It would lend purpose to this dreary. I love how I love how he's like, you know, his first two panels, he's incredibly accusatory. He's poking him on the head. You, you are doing zero with your life. Zip. Do you know that? Yeah. And then suddenly he gets real sincere and he like he hunches down and looks him in the eye. It's like, you should learn something new each day. Like he's trying to like, <laughs> hey, I'm on your level. Would lend purpose. To this dream, and then like he's suddenly he's lost interest. I'm going down. I'm going to the store. <laughs> it's it's great. He really he really reads like an abusive like gaslighting partner. This is good, but we love it. So dark. Garfield's so mean to John all the time. Yeah, it's nice to watch John be mean to Garfield for so, a while. This was foreshadowed in the synopsis, mm-hmm. but in between this panel and the next, yeah, in the gutter there we have. Something I don't think we've ever had before, which is sort of like a... It's hard to know. A title card. Yeah. Um, the phrase, time passes... Mm-hmm. This is in the is gutter written, between the uh, anti-penultimate and penultimate panels. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's written in big red block letters. Mm-hmm. And that's fun. So time passed. Uh-huh. And that's how, that's how he tells us. Uh, so the, the penultimate pa- panel... Uh, yeah. Oh my God! I'm just noticing something else here. Okay, all right. So John is coming in the front to door. This is. He's coming in the front door. He's. Carrying- oh, I bet I just noticed it. Okay, go on. <laughs> go on. Go on. Go he's, on. He's carrying two bags of groceries, uh-huh. and he's got a big dumb dumbass grin. <laughs> yeah. And he says, "I'm home, Garfield. Did you learn anything?" No, Jonathan. Don't say what you noticed. Save it for the end. I'm curious if it's the same thing I noticed. Okay. The the final, the ultimate panel, Garfield is 
surrounded by material the material abundance of the 1980s of the go-go 1980s he's wearing a you know chic purple velour bathrobe with a cravat he also has you know those sunglasses where it's like one big sunglass across your face 80s style with red frame you know what mm-hmm. I mean, right? Like those mono sunglasses? Yeah. Like Mr. T or somebody would wear these. He's wearing them. I think he's one, got of, a martini uh, one, of, glass. one of Biff's henchmen in Back I, to the Future, I think, wears one of them. One mm, of those. Back to the Future 2 or Back to the Future 1? Obviously not Back to the Future 3. That happened in the Old West. I think, so they're the same dudes, like the uh-huh. same actors uh-huh. in all three. And I think, I think okay. in all three he's got like... Um, you know, a headwear that stands out. Mm. I can't imagine sunglasses like these back in the 1950s when the, the first back to... Or was it a Biff... Okay. Was it was it present-day Biff had a, had a henchman who wore those in the 1980s? I could believe that. Anyway. I, I can't remember the top of my head. So, so uh, okay. So in the 50s, uh-huh. he's definitely wearing some of those cheapo, like, red and blue um, 3D specs. Oh, like from the movies. He went to the cinema. I think so, to the yeah. But, no, 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 but, but, but he just wears them all the time. He's, yeah, he wears... you wear them all the time. That was a fashion in the 1950s. Yeah. Um, it's, it's conspicuous consumption. It's like, hey, I, got, sure. I can go to the cinema whenever I want. I, uh, I have three dimensions. Um, did we mention that Garfield is wearing uh, fuzzy bunny slippers? That's that's a nice touch, and he's sitting in like kind of a green tub chair. It's very nice. He has a bottle of champagne on ice behind him in a in a champagne holder, and he's holding a gla- a martini glass, and he's got like the hi fi on behind him, and then in front of him is like a TV that has a lady in a swimsuit, in a bikini top on it on the TV. And then also a stereo it looks like system. She's doing like, like an exercise. Table. It looks like an exercise video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or or it could be a sexy music video. It's hard to know. Yeah, but he's also listening to a phonograph. <laughs> he is, well, and there's a radio on the far left. He's got like three different sources of music. Oh yeah. What's that? What's that thing? Uh, just to the right of his slipper. Is that like a? a is that a? Is that an Atari controller? I think it is. I think it is a video game controller. Well spotted. Wild. I think that's what it is. Um, and so Garfield's got all this, you know, he's living like fucking Hugh Hefner or something over here. Oh, yeah, he's heffing he, it up. He, he's heffing it up. He's heffing it up big time. He looks over his shoulder at John, and he thinks, I learned how to use your credit card. That's a fun. That's a fun punchline. Did you mention he was drinking a martini? I mentioned that he's holding a martini glass. Okay. I, didn't I think it's a martini. That there's an olive in it. Yeah, it's got an olive in it. It's yeah. got an olive in it on a little stick. He's drinking a mar. He's drinking a. He's having a cocktail and then he's gonna have some champagne. Yeah, and to to rub it in, what's he listening to on that pho- phonograph? None other than John Arbuckle's favorite song. Uh-huh. A single eighth note. <laughs> well spotted. Uh, I, I don't hate this one. What I'm really no. curious to hear, unless you have more to say about this final panel, I'm very curious to hear what you noticed in the penultimate panel. I, I so I don't know if this this may be anticlimactic, but I I no, I'm very excited about this. 
Well, we learned a little something about about uh, about Muncie, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. So John's uh, grocery bags bear the the name of uh, one presumes the grocer that he purchased them from. Mm. Uh, and that name is Ed's. It's a great name. E D apostrophe S. That or is ED also, inverted comma S. Yeah. Jonathan, that is exactly what I noticed. As Lisa Duke would say. Um, yeah, you got a loaf of bread, you got a stalk of celery, and something teal that might be a carton of eggs. I'm not sure. Yeah. I would say it's a whole it's a whole head of celery, but yes. Fair. Yeah. This is a great I this is not a bad Garfield. In my opinion, no, it's 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 fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. This is a this one it's is fine. fine. Listeners, I, we're uh, done. I, I I do really like the time passes. That's yeah, um, it's all right. And I like learning the name of John's grocery store. Yeah, that that to me, that's what's going to stick with me. Yeah, that John shops at Ed's. It's it's you know builds the lore you know. Ed's is a great name for a supermarket. I wish we could meet Ed. You know. At first, I thought like. it. I thought it might say Ned's because there's a little dark space mm. um, in the crook of his elbow that I thought yeah. might be the the slant of an N. Yeah. Um. But I, it, it's not. I think it's just Ed's. I agree. I would agree with that. Maybe yeah. the competitor is Ned's. I would. I I agree with you. I think this is great. I agree with you. This podcast is over. We both love Garfield. Yeah. And we're done. I gotta go buy a house. Put the man and the cat in the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Put the man and the cat in the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Put the man and the cat in the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. Leave the right hand panel to God. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.